I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Internet Marketing, Episode 15, Advanced Pay-Per-Click. Hello everyone and welcome to Internet Marketing episode 15 with Andy White, that's me, and our other resident expert, Jeremy Jacobs, and today we are talking about advanced pay-per-click techniques. Did I say pay-per-clip then, again? You didn't, you said pay-per-click, I think. That's what I meant to say, pay-per-click. <laughs> so Jeremy, let's just um, do a little summary of what some of these advanced techniques are, and then perhaps we can go and drill down into detail yes. with each one. Well, I thought it'd be good to mention a few uh, things that people may have heard of um, if they've listened to our previous podcast on pay-per-click management um, and things that they may not have picked up on before or may have heard about and uh, are quite useful things um, to talk about and um, that they might be finding useful to actually you know, help uh, get their campaign running really, really well. Okay. Um, so I'm going to mention things. this thing called Content Network, have a look at that and what that is and how we can use that. Mm-hmm. Um, also looking at negative keywords, um, we've mentioned before about keyword research um, and how that's useful, but there's this thing called negative keywords which people sometimes when they're first setting up a pay-per-click account may actually not really know about or not think about but they're really 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 useful so negative keywords they're not things like damn and oh no, no. <laughs> they're, they're, we'll talk about them later won't we? we will no they're not okay. they're not swear words or anything right like that, but uh, okay. um uh we're looking at uh, this thing called keyword insertion i'm going to talk very briefly about um creating a, a really good advert um the things that actually come up when when people type in your keywords okay um, but we'll be looking at this thing called keyword insertion. That sounds um, good. And conversion tracking, which we did okay. mention last time, but we'll want to have a, a bit more of an in-depth look at that because it's very, very important in actually understanding how your campaign is running. Um, okay. So that's quite cool. And then just mention very quickly about some other potential um, pay-per-click suppliers because we, we talk about Google AdWords as if they're the only people, but there are some other ones out there, so we'll have a look at those as well. There's some new boys on the block, aren't there? There certainly are. So let's give our let's let's give our users some uh, some a, a real treat. Let's give them some good usable stuff here. Let's. So so perhaps should we talk about the first thing you mentioned, which yeah. I believe is content network. Yes, How's content network. Well, it's all about where your ads are displayed on Google. Um, there's uh, when you go in as a default, your ads will display across their whole network. Um, so the network talking about all the different websites out there where your ads come up but we can actually divide them into two further sections. There's the search network, which is Google, 
um, including everything to do with Google. So uh, things like Frugal, Gmail, Google Local, mm-hmm. Google Maps, all of those ones, the, the 101 things that they seem to have nowadays. Um, there's also their, uh, uh, their search network, which is their, um, uh, their partners. So people like AOL, um, Tuscali, these are all off the top of my head, of course, um, Tuscali, um, NTL, I think, um, Ask as well. They all use um, Google AdWords uh, and their ads to display on their own, their own search engines as such. So they're all really good for getting lots of traffic in, good quality traffic. There's this other thing called the content network. Essentially what it is, again, Google have partnered with a number of major websites and also smaller websites to display their adverts. Um, Particular ones, Channel 4, um, Times Online, use those, um, uh, use Google AdWords to actually display their ads. And that all comes under part of content network. So right. what happens is someone, say for example me, I go onto a website and I'm reading about the news and I may notice that there's some Google AdWords coming up. They're actually coming from what we call a content network. Is this like AdSense? It is exactly the same as right. AdSense. So when you go online okay. and um, you set up uh, Google AdSense, if you have a website that you want to display um, Google AdWords on, that's where yeah. those adverts come from. Okay. Very, very good for getting your you know visibility up across the across the internet but there's some key things that you need to remember about the content network it's very very good but the thing that we need to remember is that when someone comes onto a website like that they're not searching for something you know we go online to read news stories or something like that so the the key focus of the user is all about reading news or finding out information they're they're the task and their mind's not set on searching for something. So you're going to find that with the content network, your click-through rate or the number of people who click on your efforts is going to be significantly lower. Okay. Um, and when I say significantly lower, I really do mean significantly lower. Um, click. So th- th- there's, a, there's an important difference here because if you were just doing like a pay-per-click campaign, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you, that means that under the right conditions, your adverts or advert would appear on that right-hand side bit on the Google search page itself. That's correct. But if you participate in this content network um, concept, then your ads can potentially or will appear on other people's website. Is that how it works? That's correct, yes. Okay, right. And do you have to consciously sort of tick a tick box or something to say, I want to join the... You the do. content network, right? Yes. Um, as default, you will be set up to run on the content network. Um, oh, you, right. Yes. If you go into um, your campaign settings, um, yeah. you can do this individually. So you can have one campaign running on the content network and one not. So if you go into the individual okay. campaigns you have running and go into the campaign settings, there is a there is a tick box that says um, display your ads on, and that's the search network and the content network. There's and that's on by default, is it, Jeremy? That's all on. De- that's all on de- uh, by default. So okay. you, but you, you know, you can go in and switch them off. There's no harm in having your ads running on the content network. You just need to be aware that um, that your click-through rate is going to be significantly lower, and you're not going to get a lot of clicks. Um, okay. Some people choose to switch it off. Some people leave it on and it, it does vary for business to business we do have some clients who content network works fantastically well for them and um, some others it doesn't 
So okay. my advice to people would be give it a go, leave the content network running. If it's not performing overly well, then you may want to consider switching it off. Um, but if it is working and you are getting clicks through, then by all means leave it on. Now how much will you pay if somebody clicks on your ad from someone else's website? Is it more or less or how does it affect it? It, it does depend. Again, it all comes back to your keywords you're, you're bidding on. The, the cost will generally be about the same. The major yeah. problem with content network or not so much a problem but something you don't have the same um, facilities with is you can't tell where your traffic's coming from you'll just have one line that says content network and it will group together all of the websites and just give you a figure um, and you cannot tell what keywords people are clicking on so where, as before with your with the search network you can tell okay this particular keywords performing very well so I'll, you know I'll, I'll, I'll work on that one the content network they, they lump it together okay do you think that might change in the future? I'm not too sure. I wouldn't imagine so. I mean, hmm. I mean, it's very difficult. The problem that Google will have is there's millions of websites out there, sure, um, all working for them, and so I think for them to be able to bring all of this information together would be quite a big job. And I, I would say it's unlikely that they'll actually provide that information to okay. us. Okay. So is that all to be said on Content Network? I, I believe so. That's that's all, 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 all everyone would need to know about Content Network. Um, so let's move on to the next thing you spoke about then. Yes, so looking at, um, at adverts, uh, negative keywords, in fact. Ah, negative yes. keywords. So it's not a bad negative thing. It's a good thing. Very, very good. Um, negative keywords are fantastic for making your campaigns very, very niche or specific to a user. Yeah, very. I think they're quite underused at the moment, and I, I really want to sort of put across, you know, get in there and get some negative keywords in. Easiest way to explain this is by example. Um, we had a client before that sold uh, T-shirts, uh, printed T-shirts, logos, uh, things like that on there. They only supplied to large corporations, so if, say for example, a supermarket that wants to kit out all of their employees in, in branded t-shirts, for example. They didn't yeah. want to focus on football clubs, cricket clubs, very small clubs where they only may have an order of say 10 or so. That, that wasn't, you know, they weren't interested in that business. So what we did was on their campaign we added these negative keywords with keywords such as football club, uh, cricket club, rugby club, so that when someone typed in rugby club t-shirt printing, their ads didn't come up. Okay, ah. so it's all about saying we don't want to advertise to these people. We only want to advertise yeah. to a certain group. Now I'm guessing that you only learn who you don't want to advertise at after it's been running for a while. Is that right? By looking at your stats. Well, I think uh, as you're doing your keyword research, I think it's a really good idea to keep in the back of your mind. Um, about negative keywords. So when you're doing a keyword research and you, you go through, say for example, the keyword suggestion tool, you may run down the list and notice, no, we don't do that, we don't do that, and people tend to ignore those keywords and saying, I don't do that. My advice is to take those keywords and put them into your negative keyword list mm -hmm. so that your adverts are much more you know, sort of defined to your target audience. Um, and I think most companies can probably think of uh, areas that they may get inquiries about which they often have to sort of turn down or, or, or sure, things yeah. like that. A, a, yeah, that makes a sense. A good yeah. example might be, um, say for example I sell business cards. I don't want anyone coming to me who wants uh, playing cards, credit cards, birthday cards. So I would have yeah. um, negative keywords that said birthday, credit and business, uh, not business because that's what we're saying, um, the other thing I said. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so that's that's the idea behind negative keywords. You can put them at your campaign level, so you can have campaign negative keywords, or you can attach them to each individual ad group. Very, very powerful tool, and something definitely to to keep in mind. And you say that's that's underutilized right now. I think it is. Not many people use it. I think it is. From my experience of training people in pay per click um, and and the and the companies when we do PPC rescue, so we look at people's campaigns and give them advice on what they need to do. It's very very rare that I'll find negative keywords in there. Mm, okay. And presumably you're finding that had they put negative keywords in, they would be getting a better result. They would. The, the idea behind it is is that your, your traffic levels, your impressions will probably be reduced. Mm -hmm. But that's a good thing because we're reducing the people out we don't want clicking on our adverts. Okay. It's, you don't want someone coming through on, and seeing your ad um, and clicking on your ad and you paying for that and then them realising at that point that's not what you, you offer them. You're wasting money. Yeah, so absolutely. it's very, very important. Couple that with good advert copy which we'll discuss in a moment okay negative keywords and good advert copy go hand in hand to to reduce the amount of people clicking on your ads that aren't actually going to purchase from you or, or buy a product or service right so can can we now talk about copy because yes. uh, we could have a whole podcast series on copy because this is something i'm really getting into myself actually how you write stuff that attracts people in Yes. Well, we'll what's we'll give, your view on this? Well, we'll give it. We'll give it a sort of high overview on on some good tips that you can use mm. in your adverts. We'll take the example of Google AdWords um, for this. Um, Google AdWords has very, as I'm sure anyone who's created advert has very defined limits on each line and how many characters you can put in. Yeah. Twenty five on your on your title, thirty five on the two descriptions, and then you have your URL at the bottom. First piece of advice about the title is get keywords in there as much as possible. If someone types in a particular search phrase and an advert comes up with that exact search phrase in there, they're much likelier to click on your advert regardless of your position. Of course, if you're position five or below, they, they probably won't see it, but you're going to help yourself if your keywords are in there. That's where we come on to keyword insertion. I'll, I'll discuss that in a moment. We'll just continue through the rest of the ad and give you some tips on that. Sure, so yeah. get your get your your key your key your main key phrases into that title. My advice is to let your campaign run run for a little while, and then when you go to actually view your ad ad group performance, um, you should notice that your impressions um, column at the top. You can actually click on the link. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. 
Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Look at the top and it will reorder your keywords in highest impressions to lowest impressions. Mm-hmm. My advice would be to use your highest impressions uh, key phrase and use that in your copy. Okay. What, in the title more, or somewhere in the description? In the title. In the title, in the title ideally. In, in the correct okay. order, literally word for word? Yes. Okay. Because because what we're trying to see there is that that is the key phrase that's searched on the most, so most of your customers are coming through on that keyword. If they see that in the title, they're much more likely to click on an advert. Okay. 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 Um, second line down, really try and get um, some really good uh, description of what you're selling, what you're doing. Um, just a sort of unique selling point of your business, something that's going to put you over your competitor. Okay. So ni- nice description of what you're selling. Third line, you may you may find you you need to continue that description maybe over to the next line. But the key is to make sure that you get a call to action on that last line at the end. So would you say that the keywords are less important in those two description lines? No, not at all. No, not at all. I try and get them in where you can because remember yeah. that if, a, if if someone does a search and your keyword, the keyword they've typed in is in your advert copy, it will come up in bold. It'll attract the user's attention more and statistics do show that people are more likely to click on an advert that has keywords bolded than if not. Okay, so you're really trying to get like a call to action that includes, as, I guess, as many keywords as possible. Absolutely. Without sounding silly. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So... We always advise there are going to be some times when you can't get a call to action in there, but really do try. Even if you're you're an online insurance company and you offer free quotes, now most people know that you know, quotes are generally free for that sort of business. But put on there, you know, free online quotes. Then sure. some someone knows that you do offer them a quote online, they're much more likely to come to you because they're going to achieve the task they want to. Okay, um, just a little interesting. Um, a little interesting thing. Three words that people find most interesting or, or tr- attract their attention on online advertising um, are free, sex, and chocolate. So if you can <laughs> offer that to your customer, then you're, you're on to a winner there. <laughs> well, you know, anyone, if, it's almost worth doing a competition, isn't it? Let's say you can get all of those three words into their call-to-action line. And I will not be held responsible for any... Uh, Anything that happens after that. I'm going to expect now to see loads of Google ads for, for, for free sex chocolate. <laughs> or free chocolate yes. sex. Or something like that. In fact, you could have a website called chocolatesex.com. You a lot of companies... Probably will a lot of, it's interesting. Um, I think there's been a couple of case studies in the past where and uh, companies have offered their, their customers sort of free chocolates every time they do an online quote. And all they send them is like four cheap chocolates but they get the opportunity to use free chocolate in their advert um, and Google editorial <laughs> guidelines state that if, if you don't offer what you're saying you have it you can't put it up so unless you do offer well presumably presumably nobody's putting free sex in their uh, their adverts they, they would probably come under the the, the guidelines of, uh, of illegal <laughs> activities so they probably would <laughs> would uh, would come across that and actually ban you <laughs> <laughs> but what if you want like free sex and then Another word uh, who, that begins with sex. I can't think of a word that begins with sex. I was sex. thinking... Would, that, would, would it be bolded? 
the sex bit? Or is it only whole words? I, I would imagine, no, it would only be the whole word, unfortunately. Ah, so uh, right, okay. That's the it way it works, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just downgraded the whole of this podcast now with my filthy mind. <laughs> let's, let's get, perhaps we better move on to the next thing you were talking swiftly about. Swiftly moving on. You're swiftly moving um, on. Keyword insertion. Ah, okay. When, um, I'm sure anyone who's used Google knows that eBay rule the uh, ad Google AdWords, you can type in some pretty uh, interesting key phrases and their adverts will come up. If you, we, we did type in once um, uh, nuclear missile and eBay popped up saying... Um, oh, no, hang I've, I've seen this. Yeah. Is this where they, they almost cheat? And they if you put in, like, blobby, dobby, dobby, stripey badger, yep. it will literally come up blobby, 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 stripey badgers for sale on eBay or yes. something. That's exactly right. what happens. <laughs> How do they do it's that? It's this thing called keyword insertion, and it's a piece of, I want to say code, but it's not necessarily because it's not that complex. It's just the way you write your titles, um, it, it lets you actually um, use this keyword insertion tool. So what Google will do is every time uh, someone types in a search phrase and you're, you're up against those keywords, it will take whatever they typed in and place it into the title. or the, it, You can also use it in the description lines as well. So actually, that's got to be that's got to be cheating, hasn't it? Well, no, not really, because I mean, Google at the end of the day, it's a system that Google promote and use, so it's something to help people to actually get. Because you remember okay. what we were going back earlier and saying that if you're if that key phrase appears in the title, someone's much more likely to click on you. So that's that's that yeah. theory of actually doing that. It, but presumably, I mean, it, it would only be stuff that you could legitimately supply. Well, yes, I mean, I mean, it would only, it'd only ever come up on the keywords you have in your ad group. So, oh, so okay, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with so you. So you, you wouldn't have any keywords in there that you you wouldn't be able to use. So, so with my example, they would have had to have had blobby, dobby, and stripey and badger in their keywords. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> okay, but not necessarily in that order. Um, yeah, eBay have thousands, millions of pounds, and they have a lot of affiliates doing a lot of work for them. So they cover pretty okay. much any word in the dictionary. Um, but for for us using it, it it can be a, an effective tool, especially if you've got a lot of um, keywords in an ad group, you know, hundreds, thousands of keywords, and you can't create different ad groups for every single sort of section of keywords. It can be quite useful. Yeah. Problems with it, though, is it's very, very um, clunky, as we can see with the, the eBay adverts. You can very t clearly tell it's not written you know, as it should be. It can sometimes come across yeah. a bit clunky. So it, it needs to be used wisely. I personally, when I see those adverts, I don't like them. I'd much rather see an advert that has clearly been written by someone. So, yeah. you know, it'd be interesting to, to see how users perceive these sorts of adverts, but I wouldn't rule out using them. They can be an effective tool. Okay. Yeah. So that's keyword insertion. It is. So if, if you are interested in doing that, go onto Google AdWords, type in keyword insertion into their help um, facility, and you'll get a little description of what of how to use it. I won't go into describing how to write one because it's, it's quite it's reasonably bit too complicated. It's a bit involved, is it? It is. Um, okay. But if you go on and have a look there, then you can actually see how it works. Well, it sounds pretty good. It, sound, it yeah. does sound pretty useful, actually, in the right uh, circumstances, I suppose. We, do, yeah. we use it for, for our bigger clients. My advice, though, would be, if you, if you can, do take the time and effort to actually create handwritten adverts, because I think users will appreciate that more. Yeah. I mean, I, I get slightly annoyed when I say it, I have to say. I think, ah, cheats! Yes. 
<laughs> okay, so what's next on the list? Uh, next thing is um, conversion tracking. Just wanted to touch on conversion tracking uh, quickly. I think we mentioned it last time. But just yeah. to really, really make the emphasis of if you have listened to our last podcast and you still haven't done conversion tracking, then please, please, please do. Um, it's really, really good tool. So conversion tracking is this idea about... Um, checking what people are essentially doing on your site. So I sell, for example, business cards. Go back to that lovely example. Mm -hmm. Someone comes online, they order some business cards from me, they pay for it, they come through, they get a lovely thank you for paying us, Um, your cards are on their way, Uh, confirmation Mm -hmm. page. It's that page where we we put what's called this uh, conversion tracking on. So what it actually does, it'll actually be able to tell Google that we've uh, bought this person's bought something and it'll actually come up on your reports on your uh, account that someone's actually bought something from you so you're able to track what you know that people are clicking on your advert but they're actually purchasing something now this is very much like because we've had this conversation as well before haven't we it's very much like the goal bit of google analytics yes and apparently they're quite they're closely related anyway aren't they these two bits of functionality they are absolutely um we, I believe we have done a, a podcast on Google Analytics. We did, and we what did, fun it was so as well. It was. So do go back if you haven't heard that one, because there's some mm. good, good advice on that. Um, but it's really about, you know, you sit down, I sit down, I build a website, I set up these adverts, I know what I want to track. I know what I, I want to track, whether people are buying from me, whether they're contacting me, whether they're doing something on my website, and conversion tracking gives you the opportunity to do that. So again, um, uh, pop onto Google AdWords uh, help function and type in conversion tracking and you can actually see how that works and set that up. And it's free, which is great. And this, this really does illustrate, doesn't it, that the power of online marketing, mm. just this ability to track really quite accurately how successful a campaign is, even enabling you to sort of like tweak the words that you're using and, and immediately see results. Absolutely, so powerful. absolutely, very powerful tool. Mm. Is that it? Have we come to well, the list, or was there something else? We will mention one more thing, Andy. Um, yes. Seeing as we're, Proceed. we're running out of time, um, just wanted to mention about two of the other guys. We should not forget um, YSM or Yahoo Search Marketing. Um, of course, the other kids yes, on the block. Yes. Other ones. Yes. Now YSM has yep. been around for quite a while, and they were formerly Overture. They're now uh, part of Yahoo uh, Search Marketing Services. So YSM, yep. something else to consider. Um, YSM. YSM or Yahoo Search Marketing. That's me and my jargon coming out with my YSMs. Yep. Uh, it's okay. actually Yahoo Search Marketing. Do it. Type that into your preferred search engine and they will come up. Have a look at those guys. They offer uh, quite an extensive network. So if you're looking to advertise yep. with Yahoo, they're the people to go with. And there's a very mm-hmm. new, new uh, kid on the block, uh, MSN Ad Center. So that's Microsoft's um, version. Um, M M N N. Sorry. Come far away. MSN. Mike Sierra November. Mike Sierra November. Ad Center. So MSN Ad Center. So if you want to advertise on MSN Search, that's the that's the guys to go to as well. That that of course would be our friends Microsoft. That would be our lovely friends Microsoft. Okay. And very much still in its infancy, still going, quite similar to Google AdWords. but unfortunately, they've changed all their terminology. So all this lovely terminology we learned about, like uh, uh, ad groups and things like that, they've renamed it all to confuse us. <laughs> what this is? This is MSN. Yes. So, do, do we know how many people are using these services? Roughly, any idea? As in advertisers. Uh, well, yeah. As in people using their versions of um, 
pay-per-click? Well, sort of percentage-wise. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, to be honest, know percentage-wise what uh, what mm. it is. I would say Google AdWords is becoming very saturated, very competitive. Mm-hmm. People are starting to turn to the other the other systems. Um, Yahoo right. Search Marketing was part of Overture, and Overture's been around. Overture essentially created the pay-per-click advertising system, so they've been around did since they? day one. Yes, they did. So they they predated Google doing yep, it. They did. So they, well, that you learn something yeah, new every day, don't you? So um, they yeah. actually hold—I believe they actually hold the sort of copyright. They did—they did did invent it essentially. Um, so they've been around mm-hmm. for a very long time. Google AdWords came along a bit later on, um, and MSN have just appeared. So I, but okay. Google AdWords by far is definitely the, the most used. Um, you know, seventy-four percent of Google, uh, sorry, of users use Google as a search engine. So that's that's good. Yeah. But I wouldn't rule out the other two. Test them out again. You've got control over how much you spend down your budget. So just test that out and um, and see how you go with them. Really. Okay, okay. Well, some good information there. Have we covered everything, or was there something else to no, talk we've about? We've covered absolutely everything. So we have covered everything. So viewers, no, that's the wrong word, isn't it? Listeners, I suppose you could look at the computer while you're listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed, remember to press that subscribe button in iTunes. Or you can subscribe on on my website, which is www.summitsolutions.co.uk. But, of course, the main sponsor of this podcast is Academy Internet, www.academyinternet.com. If you want to ask a question, send it to info at academyinternet.com or if you want to send us a little mp3 file with your voice on it, we would be more than happy to play it. So please do that. Feedback is always welcome. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Internet Marketing was brought to you by summitsolutions.co.uk deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.